when hip pain is not arthritis pain. We're going to talk about that next on Scope Radio. Access to our experts with in-depth information about the biggest health issues facing you today. The Specialists with Dr. Tom Miller is on The Scope. I'm Dr. Tom Miller, and I'm here with Dr. Steve Aoki. He's a professor of orthopedic surgery here at the University of Utah in the Department of Orthopedics. Steve, hip pain isn't always due to arthritis. If that's the case, what can it be due to? So it's interesting. When I went through my training 10 years ago, we'd have these, these young adults come in that had hip pain. They'd have this radiating pain right in their groin region, and we'd look at them, we'd look at their films, and we wouldn't see any arthritis, and we'd say, ah, you strained your groin, or you pulled a muscle, and we'd send them out. And I think what probably happened over time was they'd get uh, disappointed and not they wouldn't they have a good answer. Pain they'd and... go see someone else, and, and everyone kept telling them, oh, it's, it's a pulled muscle or it's a groin injury, and they just weren't able to get back to their activity. And so... What's interesting, you know, it's surprising that we took so long to kind of understand the young adult hip pain problems, but what we've realized... Wait, do you think that's because it just did not show up on an x-ray? Like I, arthritis shows no, up on an x-ray? I, it actually, once you start looking at the films and the, the, the radiographs a little bit closer, you start looking at shape issues, and we, we've noticed that bone shape, uh, whether it be the ball or the socket side of your hip joint... Uh, that the shape of the joint plays a big role in what we understand. So uh, joints are like individuals. They're different from one person sure. to the next. Sure. Everyone's built a little shapes. bit differently. Exactly. And and that shape uh, of your hip joint plays a role in different causes of groin pain and hip pain. And so what we've uh, gotten to understand is a, a concept of what we call femoral acetabular impingement or hip impingement, where the ball and the socket uh, get a pinching with activity and range of motion and yeah, I would think of it uh, somewhat where there's a mismatch between the ball and the socket, where if you have a cup uh, that's round and you have a ball that maybe didn't form quite as round as we'd ideally like it, as you do activity, you twist, pivot, you squat, uh, you force the area of the ball that's not round into that round socket, and it starts to pinch. And over time, that repetitive pinching can cause discomfort and start causing hip pain. Are there certain activities that bring this out, to precipitate this more than others. Yeah, so what we've uh, noticed is that, in general, athletes tend to have more discomfort and shape issues in their hip joint, and that's probably a combination of the way that their hip joint formed and the shape of their joint on top of their increased activity with competitive sports. And Would so, it be more running or basketball? Uh, or? It tends to be more cutting, twisting, pivoting, deep squatting type activities. Most likely what happens and what we think is going on is that when you're going through those uh, early teenage years, the growth plate around that hip joint is still open. And uh, with stress to that growth plate, uh, we can see uh, kind of a stimulation of extra bone in that area around that growth plate, which makes the ball so it's not as round as it ideally should be. How common is the physical therapy to, to solve the problem for most athletes? I think it can be helpful for some people. I don't think it is one of those parts of our process that I see people get better with the pinching type pain, the deep squatting uh, groin pain. But the but treating the muscular pain can be helpful. And, and if I can get you to a point, regardless of what's going on in your hip joint, if I can get you comfortable where you say it's reasonable and, and I can do the things that I want and it's more comfortable and I can tolerate the pain, to me, it, that's that's worth sitting on it for a little while and not rushing into something surgical. Well, if that person finds that the pain is not getting better or their function is not where they want it to be, what are the next steps? Yeah, so if, if we've given it a, a chance at non-operative treatment, uh, which includes activity modification within reason, maybe anti-inflammatories, maybe a course of physical therapy, but time, 
Uh, if it's not getting better, then uh, continuing with a workup of looking at the shape of the joint, maybe getting an MRI plus or minus a CT scan to look at the shape of the bones of the of the joint. Uh, and then if we're not getting any better with non-operative measures, potentially considering something surgical where we go in and we scope the hip and we reshape the, the hip joint and we repair the tissue that uh, potentially is torn. So you use, when you say a scope, you mean a little device, you make yeah, a little incision. So you small don't use incisions, no large incisions. Uh, two or three incisions about the size of a button shirt hole. And then we go into the joint and we uh, evaluate the cartilage, clean it up, repair the tissue uh, if it's torn and unstable. And then I think the, a big part of this whole process is reshaping the joint, taking the ball of the joint and making it rounder so that it, it doesn't pinch as as much into the socket side of the joint. Now, as an operator, how hard is that to do? It sounds like sculpture. Yeah, it's a little bit. I, I think a lot of what we do with orthopedics is like a jigsaw puzzle. We take break, uh, broken bones and we piece it back together. And it's like a jigsaw puzzle. I would look at what we do from the standpoint of, of hip arthroscopy and femoral scapular impingement. We're doing a reshaping. It's almost more like pottery. You're reshaping it and you're you're trying to get it to, to be round and ideally a, a shape that doesn't pinch. That sounds like quite an art. <laughs> I think so. So after that surgery, then talk about the recovery. Yeah, recovery after it's a it's an outpatient same-day surgery. So you go home the same day. Uh, I typically put people on crutches for a few weeks, typically around four weeks where you're, where you're gradually increasing your, your uh, walking and, and putting a little bit more weight on there as you start to tolerate. Uh, I get you started in physical therapy after a couple of weeks, mainly to have some guidance and have them work on just motion and some gentle exercises, get you on a stationary bike. I really reserve those first three months of this whole process to just get more comfortable with your daily routine, the things in life that you have to do. And I typically think of that after three-month process as being uh, getting or starting to do more of the things that you want to do in life, some jogging, some lighter change of direction activities. I'm not uh, necessarily releasing you to full activity till about that four- to six-month mark. And at that point, it's really dependent on how comfortable you are. Everyone's always a little bit different as far as how quickly they, they recover. And some people just don't feel uh, ready at that four to six month mark, but pain's a pretty good guide. So prior to surgery, you have this detailed discussion with them about what to expect after surgery. It's not launching back into their activities that they want. Oh, to. yes. And, and it's, I, a long, it's a steady process and they're involved process. in that. Yeah. And, and hopefully the, the surgery itself is not something that you feel laid up and, and you feel like you're laying in bed and you know six months later you're, you're ready to go. This is a gradual process of continuing to increase your activities. You're getting on a stationary bike pretty quickly. You're, you're increasing your strengthening as you go along, as you get more comfortable. Uh, so this is not a surgery, hopefully, that you feel laid up and you're, you feel like you're not able to do some function. Have a question about a medical procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at thescoperadio.com.